Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Four seconds, three seconds, Morant in the lane, spins, hangs, floats, it's good! Zero's on the clock, Morant wins the game in his return. 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. <laughs> oh my goodness. Great play by John Moran. What a freaking finish for him. A three, Man. A 360 spin. He hangs, gets the kind bounce off the back iron. <laughs> and they confirm by a replay that the basket counts. And the Grizzlies all mobbed around John Morant down below us to our left. Today, Ingram Hills, J.R. Moore, along with producer Brad Carson in studio. It's J.R. Moore and Brad Carson. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Brad. It is happy as hell around here. Man, what a night. What a great night. It was really good. Thanks for stepping in today. Well, I'm uh, glad you asked me. We are, as the voice guy said, guest hosting today for Jason and John, who are taking a uh, day off, a couple of days off here. So we'll be in studio here today, tomorrow, and Wednesday on the Jason and John Show. I'm Brad Carson. That is J.R. Moore, whose voice you hear across the uh, What's up? way there. And that was the voice of Eric Hasseltine in the Grizzlies Radio Network, as you heard it last night on 92.9 FM ESPN. So excited to be on the radio today, because it is probably... I don't think this is overstating it. The biggest day of the year in sports. I can't think. I mean, I can't think of reaction days. As far as reaction days. And and for two things to happen on the same exact night. Right. I mean, there have been other, you know, earlier in the year when it comes to the playoffs at the end of last season, there are big Grizzlies games. But to have Grizzlies and Tigers have both have such big nights on the same exact night. I'd say this this kind of counts as one of the biggest biggest days of the year for Memphis sports. I think so. So uh, it wasn't hard for you to come in today as opposed to some of those uh, summer days where we're talking about... National French Friday. uh, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Men of summer days get long, don't they? (laughs) And those are the days usually we have to fill in. They don't usually give us the fill-in days on the good days. It's always the bad days. Exactly right. So good to have you, JR. Uh, It's it's been a while. Probably, was it July you were last in here? I think it was. Very cool. So so in that time, uh, we have had Tigers and Grizzlies going in different directions. And today, we'll take your calls coming up at 1130. Um, Jeff had a full show this morning uh, with a bunch of news. I mean, there's tons and tons of stuff going on, including the stadium issue that Memphis is getting. Your, your alma mater is getting a stadium. Heck yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that and take your calls. You can talk about Tigers or Grizzlies. I think it's it's fair to do both, don't you think? I would say so, yeah. it was the, Both are pr- pretty big deals and yeah. both. 
pretty enjoyable uh, games to watch. Exactly. So you get to choose. It's it's like a all request hour <laughs> coming up at eleven thirty on the Jason and John show. They've turned it over to us. So what the hell? The uh, number, if you need it, is nine zero one four four five. 0929, as long as the phones work. It's an internet phone base. 1130 is when we'll do it. It is, literally. It goes to the internet. So if Comcast shuts down, we have no phones. There we go. Uh, Parth, we're going to rearrange their whole show. Parth, who's with the Daily Memphian, he's the Tigers beat writer. He's been busy covering the Tigers, who have added... If you already thought it was awesome last night beating yeah. number 22 Virginia, they've added Naquan Tomlin. That's pretty great. That's a pretty good addition. It's a really good addition. Yeah, I mean, he's a 36-game player starting all those games, 27 minutes per, 10 points per game with Kansas State. I mean, this is a real player. How often in college basketball in the middle of the season when you go, find your weakness, now let's improve it? It never happens. <laughs> you can't Penny do that is the in king. the middle of the season. Penny, Kenny does, Penny doesn't care what your rules no, are. No, does not. He doesn't care if this – it's never over. It's it never really, over. It really isn't. It's, yes. it's kind of crazy how it's never over when it comes to roster building for him. It's never over. Like, it, he could pull a rabbit out of the hat if it's the fourth fourth quarter of the school year. It's if incredible. It's during the NCAA tournament. <laughs> it's incredible. Courtrooms. It's wild. So, <laughs> Parth will get us up to speed on all the Tigers news, including the big win last night against Virginia. They're gearing up now for... Um, Man, Vanderbilt, that game on Saturday, it's like, okay, we've had three ranked wins in a row, and now they play Vandy, who's only won like four games this year. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that Vandy's not – you have that on the schedule because yeah. they are traditionally a pretty decent basketball program. Yeah, you kind of uh, want them relevant. You do want them relevant. You know. Because then because then losing – you just don't want to ha- have a non-conference schedule, which you need all the help you can get in your right. non-con, to th- then have like a trash team. Yeah. But also a brand name trash team. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. We need brand name trash teams. Um, like Ole Miss. Just kidding. No, they actually beat us this year. Uh, yes, they did. Greg Anthony is a former UNLV running rebel and now TNT basketball analyst. You know Greg Anthony. He is an NCAA champion. And the fun fact I want to ask him about that I told JR before the show, once a, not a Memphis Grizzly, but a Vancouver Grizzly. I, which is, I did not remember that at yes, all. Yes, he played for two years for, yeah. the, for the Vancouver Grizzlies, did Greg Anthony. I remember him as a Nick. Yeah, and I think that's what he will always be, because he was drafted in the first round by the right. Knicks. But, like, he played, now the, the other problem was, like, this is maybe why they left Vancouver, like... They just never could gain traction, it, it feels like, you know, as an expansion team. They weren't nope. good. It was no. Bryant, Bryant Reeves, wasn't he the— Big country. Big country was all they really had. That was, uh, And then he, did, he retired very early yes. from back issues, and right? He went back to Montana or wherever he was from to, to, to go hang out with the horses. Yeah. yeah. He had issues. Yeah. So. I think had they been good, maybe yeah. they would have stuck there. I think— what we're learning, especially in markets like Memphis, is being good really helps the whole process. Really helps. Of everything. Uh, it sure does. Like. It sure does. And Memphis really, really likes a winner. Yeah. You know. And now Redbirds, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you, you don't. If you, you win the league, it doesn't matter. But, right. like, basketball it's in, and football, you know, we need winners. So, uh, we'll ask Greg Anthony. He called the Memphis Grizzlies game for a national audience on TNT last night. And what a win for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the rundown, we're just going to do it at one. And we'll cover some of these other things, like the stadium discussion. And then Gabe Kuhn from 92.9. Uh, have you been on the air with Gabe yet? I have not. Uh, yes. Uh, oh. when, when he first got... Okay. When he when we first hired him, he wasn't even on the him. air yet. No, he, yeah, it was like... He was a guest we on the show. We were basically introducing him as the, new, as the new guy. That's awkward. Yeah, because I was doing his... I was doing the four to six. Yes, because you were in the show. Yeah, for like three weeks I did the four to six. I, I know. <laughs> it was a lot of work, too. It was like during a, the middle of a, trying to hire everybody. There we go. 
Yeah, and we didn't even have Connor on deck yet. So uh, Gabe's going to join us, though. He's had a really nice year for us, actually. Yep. And, uh, you know, the football team has had a good year. Memphis is 9-3, and three, bowl game. I mean, sure enough. What do you think of the Tiger football team? Uh, um. <laughs> you can give me your opinions. You're a, today you're an opinion giver as well That's as true. musician. That's exactly right. I think that we are – it's awesome. Anytime you can have a 9-3 and three season, yep. I think it's great, and it beats the alternative because my entire young – or my entire life as a kid, yeah. and young adult life, they were horrendous. I mean, I drove down to New Orleans for the New Orleans Bowl to wow. celebrate them in their first bowl game in 30 years. So, and, like, yeah. I don't wow. take 9-3 and three for granted at all. However. <laughs> Here's the but. However. Okay. I, it, I don't want to say it feels like a fake 9-3 and three because the record mm-hmm. is the record. Yep. It just, it's not, there's nothing exciting about it. Some of that is not their fault because they... Or it's not it's not Ryan's fault right. and, the, and the football program's right, fault because you. they're not yep. in they just their their schedule is who the schedule is it and is their what conference it is, schedule yeah. is who their conference mm-hmm. schedule is and that is we we've, we've cried in that river for or for that <laughs> we shouldn't be in this conference we should not be in this conference and so yes. you can only do what you can do as the coach of the football team you can only do what you can do but it does yeah. kind of stink that like anything that would generate excitement like beating somebody who's good yes you don't do and well. And then you just beat up on the bad teams. The bad teams. Well, the good news is you have a squad. You have tons of bad teams to play next year. So many bad teams. Outside of Florida State non-conference game in Tallahassee, yeah. by the way. You're playing that. But you're going to have unbelievable opponents like MTSU and North Alabama and then North Texas. And One of then- my best friends is a Mississippi State fan. He's like, man, I would kill for nine wins. And I was like, <laughs> dude, all you got to do is play Amen. UAB in North Texas and Charlotte. And those rack up in no time. Bro, there is a reason why these SEC teams like cupcakes, yeah. the, these buy games, yeah. uh, generally speaking. But yeah. Memphis now has a slew of them. But, so, I, you know, I think you, you, you're you summarizing it for a lot of the fans. I hope I, I really hope that they beat Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. So, I, I hope it's for Ryan's sake that, that not only that he can stick it to, in people's faces and be like, yep. see, I can beat a good team and a brand-name team. And when I say stick it, that includes me. Yes. I want them to stick it. In, I want to be wrong here. Yes. Stick it in my face that you can beat somebody who who is favored against you. You're yes. the underdog. And it's a brand name. Yes. It's a big – because he just hasn't done it. Well, and I think it's – and we'll get to the, the Grizzlies and the Tigers basketball because I know that's what everybody's talking about today. But real quick on this, and Gabe's going to talk more about football with yeah. us at 125 – you know, it's it is hard at Memphis because you know you're you're taking over a program that's been at its zenith, right? And then there's three games on the schedule this year that fans came into like we're gonna be back after this game. Like yep. I did it at the Tulane game because I went to the Tulane game at home and they got beat. Yep. And then they had another chance at it at the SMU game and they got beat. Yep. You you had a chance to beat what is proven to be a top ten team in Mizzou on the road and you got beat. Yep. And I'm not picking on them. Most teams would lose that if not all of the teams would lose sure. those games. But we're so used to winning those games ten years prior to that You're that it's like s- we're exactly all we're right. all sort of. Uh, you know, we have like this is what we're set up for, right? Well, it's not like the problem is that he doesn't have a track record of, of winning that game, of winning that game, That's right? And and so it, he's coming off like three straight seasons yes. of like underwhelming, not exciting, kind of boring mm-hmm. football. Well, and I'm not picking on Ryan because it's they're set up to win next year. They've had a good run here in the transfer portal. They've got the running back from South Carolina coming. They've been set up to win his entire career. Yeah, and they are losing <laughs> stuff too, though. They're losing yeah. pieces. This is going to be a tough Iowa State game again, though, because they're down pieces. They're 7-5. and five. I mean, they're going to – that's a good defense. I'm, I'm presuming – I haven't watched a lot of Iowa State, but I would assume – 
that uh, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, 100% think yeah. it's going to be a tough game. So we'll ask Gabe about that at 125. Gabe Kuhn from the Gabe Kuhn Show, Greg Anthony, Parth at noon, and then uh, JR and I hanging out this morning after what was a great Grizzlies win last night, a 24-point comeback for the Grizz, 36 points in the comeback win for John Morant, hitting that game winner at 9 That's like, come on. There's a, if there's a crazy. meant to be, there's a... There, if there ever was a meant to be, that was that was it. And it was nine oh one. Like that yes. wasn't some like hyperbole. You know, we weren't making up stuff. Like I, I everybody on my timeline on X was like, "Hey, nine oh one, nine oh one." You know, so. But um, you know, it's been pretty rosy here this morning. Uh, Jeff painted the whole picture and sure. went through the press conference. We saw Jaw afterwards taking receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking receipts, y'all, and he's dancing through the hallway as they, yeah. you know, sort of skip their way to the locker room. And now that's a seven-win Grizzlies team. Now that's a it's a big seven-win Grizzlies team. Like yeah. it's one of those things that it is immediately upon the start of the game, it just looked different. Yeah, and so like there, I and there's been you know criticism of like the job that Taylor Jenkins has done this year yep. that he hasn't maximized what he's got. And yeah, it's like one of those things where yes, they have injuries, but like he has, he still hasn't maximized what they've got. And and I and I've kind of agreed with some of that. But then like when you see what it's like to have actual NBA players <laughs> on your roster, go figure. And you're like, oh, maybe this is why he hasn't maximized <laughs> what he's had. Right. Like it just immediately yeah. looked different. It, it really did from the outset. Even though Jaw wasn't like. He wasn't like Mr. Takeover. It wasn't like he came out of the gates blasting. It just, everything about it felt more competent. Yes. It was like, oh, this is a yes. competent this is a competent basketball team. I think you point out a, a, a smart thing, which is the roster might be flawed. Buddy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's flawed. and that is We what, have been uncomfortable saying that, it seems like, but it's, it, it's, it's proving itself to be it's accurate. It's and, sh- and yes, injuries are a massive part of that. Get that? Like, if you just look at the injury list yeah. and you go, well, I guess if just all these guys were healthy. That's a fair point. This is a different, right. this is a yeah, different if you thing. you had Marcus Smart playing more, now we, that jury's still out, but the, the main ones being, uh, you know, your centers. You have yes. no center. You have no true centers. You have no true. I mean, the problem was, uh, what's even crazier is like, and this is no hate on uh, Xavier Tillman, yeah. but like even Xavier Tillman, you're like, oh, th- that's an, he's yeah. an NBA player. Well, and he's sort of a put back guy. He is, an, he is a rotation he's player. A rotation, he's not a starter. No, right? no, but he's a rotation NBA player. Right. And what they've been having to try to figure this out with. So hard. You're like, oh my gosh, this, yeah. this is why some of these guys were unemployed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I say all this with a great. No, it's fair. Uh, it's fair. Gilliard, for example. Yeah, like, that was your jaw, kind of your replacement. It, we were kind of watching. We were basically watching the Memphis Hustle with a couple of extra dudes. That's right. It was like watching the Hustle with ringers, it, like with with Desmond and uh, and and J- and Jaron being the ringers. Yes, on the team. It's so true. But it's like you're watching the yeah. Hustle with some with a few ringers. I mean, it's not totally. Wrong. I mean, if you look at who's playing the minutes, that's kind of what it's been. It's, it's so, been a lot of hustle. And so, I, listen, I, I've been, uh, I mean, I'm a natural born skeptic anyway, but I've Same. been skeptical that just adding. And I'm not j- trying to be, go negative after no, the jaw thing, but just adding, this is reality. I've been skeptical ju- that just adding jaw is going to suddenly solve everything. Yes. Um, and it doesn't solve everything, but man, it solves a lot. I agree. And I, Jeffrey Wright has pointed that out too. And I think I'm more in your camp and Jeffrey's camp. But we can all agree having Jaw back fixes so many of these little knickknack things. It fixes a lot of stuff. It really does. I mean, it does. I don't. I don't think it's just going to automatically make them good no. because there's they this. He really needs to play like forty one minutes a game. I mean, he played thirty five <laughs> last 35 night. Thirty five, and, and they had I to was, dig out of a twenty four point hole, and, and I, that's him playing thirty five minutes. The whole game, minutes. I'm like, 
don't take him out. <laughs> don't take <laughs> no. I kept thinking, first quarter, like four minutes to go, here comes Ja out. I'm like, don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't do that. But Jackson had 24 last night. He was a minus player, but he played 30 minutes. Looked pretty good. Bain had kind of a rough shooting night. He was three of nine. He had a rough shooting night, but I don't yeah. I don't have I don't I, have questions about him. The other thing about Bain, I'm a I'm like the biggest Desmond Bain yeah, fan. Yeah, I don't have any I love questions. De- about Desmond him. Bain's my favorite player. That's a good player. basketball player. He's Freaking awesome. That's why he calls up plays for John Moran yeah, at the yeah, final yeah. minute there. Yeah. Um, but Desmond Bain's going to have to recalibrate. Like, for example, and it's a bad example, but when you played at Houston in your heyday, yep. you know, if your best player is gone yep. and you have to shoot a bunch, yep. even if you're losing yeah. or winning, you still are shooting more than normal or right. you're doing something you're not used to. Yes. In this case... I don't think Desmond needs to take the the one footer corner. You know, he didn't need nine threes. Maybe take three, six good ones. You know, maybe. But, but but he's a great shooter. Well, I think he's he now has twenty five games under his belt where he is he has had to force shots. everything. Everything's where, forced to where with Ja, I think he's going to find himself with open looks more often now. Yeah, right. Driving um, kicks. It, yes. Yeah. And so he's not he's I think he should be taking nine threes a game. It's just I don't Okay. I, is it but he he's probably That's probably less than he's been taking. I haven't looked up his season stats. Yeah, I I'm think sure nine threes is probably good. He's okay. A, he's a good for, for me, it's just he I doesn't think, need to take the forced that's, threes, that's fair. which is what he's had to do yeah. for 25 games. And you get into a habit of like, How about hey, this I've got to shoot this because nobody else can make a shot. What about Ja taking five threes in a return game, making none of them? I mean, he's got to shoot him. He's a, yeah, he's got it. They they left him wide open. Yeah, he they were passed they were on, backing off. He passed up on a few. We were yeah. like, oh my! I know you've missed five, but you have to shoot that. And there was yeah. one he passed up, dribbled in, and tried to then throw a uh, reverse uh, yes. cross court pass, and it got stolen by Brandon Ingram. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. just shoot the. Even if you miss it, just shoot the. Throw. Well, and it speaks to his primary talent when you know you can back up fifteen feet to try to get a handle on him, and you yep. still can't stop him still at the end of the game. Him. There, that's exactly right. He just get, that just gives him a head start, a running start. It's crazy. 34 points for John the return, and really just a special night of TV watching. It was awesome. I mean, I was, I mean it was, that's, as, that's as enjoyable of a time as I've had it's watching terrific. a Memphis Tigers game in, yes. as long as I can remember. And then and I, had, I was yeah. two-screening it. Yeah. And then, you know, and I was glancing over at the Grizzlies game, and that, like I said earlier, it just looked so different in that first yes. quarter where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is what it feels like to have – a superstar back. That's right. This is great. And then it, and then the second quarter hits, and you're like, oh, there's yeah, the 23, the 24 Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah. <laughs> Jaw had to rest. And I, then the second half, he plays a ton. I heard it, Jeff it, point this out. I had an off- <clears throat> opportunity to go to the Tigers game, and uh, uh, my shout-out to uh, – to Coach Sheridan, who, uh, who who texted me, he had an extra box ticket, and I almost went. But then I thought, man, i got to get ready for the show tomorrow, and I want to see both of these games yep. just sitting on my tush, on my couch, both the Tigers, which started 30 minutes at 6 o'clock yep. but prior to the 6.30 Grizzlies tip. And I'm so glad I sort of did. I always like going to the games, but it was really fun to just take that all in on television. I think had this been like the Jaws' third game, I would have I would have wanted to try to go to that Virginia, for the, to the Tigers game. Yes, but that it was his first game back. I felt like it was something I needed to see. Yes. I needed to be watching in real time. I agree. And so, I, you know, but shout out to the people who went to the Tigers game because it was a good crowd. It, yeah, looked, like, it looked really good on television. For I mean, it almost like a Saturday vibes. Yeah, uh, totally. You know, in that in that joint. So uh, the Grizzlies will be back for the home day re debut of John John Morant. That's tomorrow night. So Thursday night, six thirty pregame on ninety two nine. We'll have the tip against. Tyrese Halliburton's yeah. Indiana Pacers. That's a good team. The good. That's a really good team. The good news is that they don't play any defense. 
No. <laughs> so no, so, neither do we. So it'll be a lot we. of points. So this Take is great. Over. So so a lot of jaw drive yeah. to the basket, and then these these shots we're talking mm-hmm. about uh, Desmond having to force because they don't play any defense. Maybe he he has time to get his feet set. Yep. Take great shots, and he goes five for nine from three. Upon further review. It. Having been a, a Bane fan as long as he's been here and just loved his game, you're right. Just p- keep chucking he it. He needs to keep chucking it. He, his chucks still, to, to the point on Bane, he, he does have a skill now, not just with the step back. When he has somebody in his face, he's still getting yes. the shots, and they all look good. Yes. They all look like they're it's, going in. He hit one from 30 feet last night. That you're like that was the one where he backed up. He was he started off like over, yeah, and then he backed that one was about ten feet dude, behind it was the three, so far back. But back. again, feet set in yeah. rhythm. Yep, and you're like, dude, that guy. No, he stepped into it. That guy, feet set in rhythm, is lethal. And I think yes. I, I just think it's been him and Jaron have had to force so much for 25 games yeah. that like it's a habit you got to try to break now because they they've been in this mindset. You have to figure out a different to get, get back into that groove yeah, when so 12 is on the floor. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so I think once the, once you know give them a couple games, yep. and I think what you know I don't they're, they're going to be. Those two are going to be totally fine. I, I, now, how do you think they'll do the rest of the season? Having Ja kind of working him back into game shape. I mean, I think they'll probably just please if they can get. I mean, when is Marcus Smart and Luke Kennard supposed to come back? They were out last night, and uh, I haven't gotten the injury report. We'll probably get an injury report this afternoon. It's like your typical Grizzlies injury it report. A, it's like this guy's going to be out for two weeks. Yeah, and, and it two wasn't even later. questionable. Usually, they do a work back and they put yeah. questionable first. So my prayer is that this afternoon we get maybe questionable for Smart and sure. uh, Kennard. I mean, it just, it just honestly it depends on how many minutes you plan on playing John Morant. And I'd like 35 minimum. And I would like 35 minimum. If I could get 40. <laughs> can we get, can we get 40? Can we get 40? As many as possible. It's going to take a little bit, though. It is. That's the problem. Is that, And that's just a lot of minutes on any NBA yep. play. Even if you're in shape, that's a lot of minutes. Yep. But, man, there is a it, the, there's a difference last year when Tyus came in for Ja. Yeah. There's a, but Tyus is a very competent, good NBA player. Yep. The drop-off for when Ja leaves the game. Is it's, like it's remarkable. Oh, oh my gosh! So please just play as many minutes as you can. Well, at least now you can rotate those other guys. You could have Bain maybe bring the ball up. You can put Kennard at the two. Smart's going to be your starter too. Yeah, they just know, need three more of their players back. Yeah, it's that because I mean obviously we've seen what it looks like when when you have Dez and yeah. Ja or De- Dez and Jaron. Yeah, it still doesn't look good because they don't have enough guys. Well, a lot of the <laughs> season rests on how good Marcus Smart is. I mean, Kennard's yeah. not going to give you much on defense. He's no. a shooter. He's a straight right. shooter at times. Yep. Like Marcus Smart, and he was Marcus had to force the ball with no Jaw in those games before he got hurt. But like, I do hope we see some semblance of a Marcus Smart. I'm not comparing him to Dylan Brooks. Kind of in that role though, in terms of he's your defender. Sure. He's a sane version of Dylan Brooks. You need him to look the part, man. I re- I'm I can't wait to see what they look like when they have when they have Jaw and Mark Smart. Yep. Like when they're both healthy and we have somewhat of a roster mm-hmm. that we that we're supposed to have. I yeah. can't wait to see what that looks like and I, who knows when we ever see that because the Grizz and their injuries are the yeah, weirdest and, thing ever. Yeah, and I think they're a seven-win team because we didn't expect to be talking about Steven Adams being out like That's this. That's true. I mean, this is very true. It I mean, it it does it does Bring back to like I can't believe he was suspended for twenty five games. It's crazy. Because like, man. what if? Well, especially what when if you look at what been? Green got. Green gets get therapy. He's out indefinitely, but they'll Dude. bring him back. It's it's such a difference. And this guy was violent on the court. I'm not saying the gun thing wasn't uh, perceptually bad for the league, but twenty five now, having lived through it, especially when you're not good. Besides that guy, man, it's raw. That was rough. Massive. Really massive. rough. And we weren't used to it. No, I mean I, that. 
We let's just let's just say everybody, all the injury stuff, yeah. all the same. Yep. Everybody got hurt the same thing. If you had him, you got to at least think we're probably five hundred. You would think. I think that's what we were guessing. Five hundred. We were just thinking, hold the fort. If you, oh, in the teens. Well, even if, if Ja was playing, let's say everybody, else, you know, Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard, everybody's hurt. Yeah. Stephen Adams is hurt, but you have Ja for those twenty-five games. Okay, good. Quick, that's a good question. They're probably twenty. They're probably. I mean, he's. I think you're right. I think I, you're not as good as you think you're going to be. He's seven more wins than you are right now. I bet. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think we just learned that. I mean, 20, twenty-five is a lot. The, these NBA franchises are thin in terms of one injury just debilitates you. Look at the look at what happened over the years with the Warriors and some of these other teams. Totally, the, the Thunder. Totally, one injury out of a big three in your toast. It's crazy how much one player matters in it basketball. Does. Well, and because roster building, you're trying to get two or three max players or quasi max players. Like yep. they got a, a they they didn't give the super bonus for. Bain, like he doesn't have that bonus structure or whatever, but he's he's a max player. Yep. Jackson, they got a little bit of a steal there because they signed him pretty yes. early. But you you're trying to get max players. You actually, and and then if you're right around the tax or just below it, you know you're you're parting ways with the Tyus Joneses right. of the world. And this is the thing that scares me about the people who talk about when you're trying when you're trying to get your timeline set up. And you're like, oh well, we're trying to set this up for the like window. in three the window we're, in three years we're going to be. Is when, we're, is when we're shooting for to try to make the finals or the Western Conference finals or whatever. And I'm like, man, think about all the extra stuff that can happen. Just look at this year. Yep. Theoretically, you have you have Ja, Jaron, and Dez mm-hmm. really coming into their own, like really becoming superstars, plus Steven Adams, plus uh Brandon Clark. That this is three years ago, you're looking at it going, all right, that's that's our year right there. Yeah. And then you missed Josh for then 25 something games. Blows up. Then something blows up. You yeah. missed Steven Adams for the, for the year. And then you just keep, you keep assuming that, like, oh, well, yeah. they're going to be good next year. Well, okay, all right. So we're just trying to we're trying to develop them this year for the rest of this year. If we make the plan, sure. If not, whatever. Our now focus is to try to get good for next year. Okay. Well, we have a we, we do have a, a history of Jaron being hurt. Right. He played a lot last year. He's actually played more than ever. Dude, he played a lot last year, and he played a lot this year. But, like, okay, so you're telling me you're counting on him being healthy all the time? No. All of next year? I actually thought that. I'm like, man, it'd be awful. As many minutes as as he has to play this year, that... I mean, that's a lot of wear and tear. Well, and Bain has been a rock this year. Absolutely. And he played through injury at the end of last year. So, like, counting on these all... Okay, we're just going to focus on next year. Well, you weren't planning on Steven Adams missing the entire year this year. So, like, the whole... I, I think it's why people they the, and I know that some of the columnists in town get frustrated at this comment from fans, and and they're uneducated like me. Where you go, you just say, "Man, you got to go all go, in." All, in all right, thing. we've had yes. this discussion on the radio station to- multiple times. Yep. The reason why fans say that is because generally, I do think fans are understanding enough and have seen enough of the NBA that when one of those players goes down, if you're if your play scheme for the window isn't as maximized as possible right. with backup pieces. We saw it with Nick Kalathis in the grit and grind era. Absolutely. Like, we're trying to get a foreign European player, so we have a backup point guard. That's Mario right. Chalmers. Like When your guard is down, you're toast. If one of your stars is down, you're toast. So you're trying to – you're almost throwing Hail Marys all the time. And yes. it's why – the I think that's why the franchise, the, the front office is getting a little heat because – You've got a hit on that 16 pick when you're jumping up to get the yep. the 69, you know, wing who you think is a shooter from ba- from uh, you know, from Wake Forest yep. or whatever, you know, you like those players have to be good. The window is so narrow 
all the time. That it is all the time. It, that's the annoying thing is that you let somebody like Kyle Anderson go because you're like, oh, we're just going to outsmart everybody and draft a guy who's going to take his place. And you need the and money to pay the other people, And it's people Jake LaRavia, too. and it's yeah, not. Yeah, and, and see, it, that's a miss. And you miss. Yeah. And so suddenly you have a few misses, and this narrow window that it was already narrow, even with the right. really proven good NBA players you have, is now even harder to hit. And then you're still going, oh, we just got to focus on next year when we have all yeah. of our guys healthy to do it. But... Well, and the it's other always thing, a gamble. Everything is always a gamble. And so yes. what is which gamble are you going to take? Are you going to take your gamble on trying to win now? Or are you going to take your gamble on we're going to try to win in two years? And people love gambling in the now. They don't like gambling that's on exactly futures. Right. Okay? Especially Future gambles fans. are not near as much yes. fun so as, that's why. as now gambles. That's why fans say that. <laughs> it, the, the other problem is when somebody goes down, you end up seeing those players, and the front office has to play those players because yep. they drafted them, that's and they exactly put all right. that stock into Jake LaRavia or it's whoever. Exactly right. right? So uh, all of your draft mistakes become front and magnified. clear and present magnified. in front of everybody no. to see. And that hurts. That's and exactly so, right. Last night was a celebration. What we were reminded of what the awesomeness of having John Morant is. That was the second game. Now, somebody on my timeline said, I really hope you talk about the Tigers game because so it doesn't get overshadowed by the Grizzlies game. <laughs> Equal time today. Equal time. We have right? a three-hour show. There's a lot <laughs> we to go here. Tigers. Okay. Uh, Mark won't be with us, so we'll take your calls in the next segment at 901-445-0929. We're going to take a couple of minutes here. Before that, though, let's talk about the Memphis Tigers. We should. Last night, your number 23 Memphis Tigers beat number 22 Virginia at home in front of a nice-looking crowd, 77-54. They blasted UVA based on how UVA plays. I know the yes. margin is 23, whatever. That felt like 40 as far as I'm concerned. It did. It, I mean, it did. Oh, well, it, it did feel like that. Um, you Listen, they're, they're one of the slowest teams in the country mm-hmm. uh, as far as pace of play. How, here's the thing, though. They hold. I, I looked this up. Yeah, they're second in the country in opponents per game scoring. Wow. They hold before the Memphis game. Yeah. They hold their opponents to fifty three point three points a game. Even after the Memphis game, it's fifty five point five points a game. And Memphis put up seventy seven on them. Like that is wow. that. That was one of the most enjoyable Memphis game Tigers basketball games I have watched in. I can't remember how long to where it just yeah. It looked like oh these dudes are good. And they're deep. They're the, deep and, and they're and good. Penny, I give him total credit. He didn't overplay his roster last night. Penny, and if you look at the minute breakdown, he had an eight-man rotation, essentially. I, yeah, I noticed. I was like, oh, there, he is not subbing like crazy right now, which is like one of those no. where he, I feel like when it really matters to him, he plays. He, he narrows that thing down. He, he does it like you're supposed to like now. Like you're supposed to. I think, and, and, and this is not... Because I know a lot of fans, when you bring up Rick Stansberry, they immediately go, well, you're sliding Penny. I give Penny all the credit, man. I think that Rick Stansberry has helped his his um, his chalkboard. Yep. I think he's helped his strategy. I think he's a good voice for him. And that all credit goes to Penny. And I think, um, but I know that Penny is pulling the strings on this thing. He's, he's out there. You see it. Yep. He seems more confident. Um, the team is playing a tighter rotation. Yeah. He's... Even in the Ole Miss game, you lost that game. I never felt like, you know, like that was some – I mean, there were some things in that game, but I think he's learning on the fly here still. But I really like what Penny is doing. I like on the on the player side, the David Jones thing. Man, is, he's good. I mean, he might be an All-American. Dude, that guy could play. He had 26 points last night. Yeah, he's really – like it is so nice to have a, a guy that, that you just go, all right, just give him the ball. Give him the ball. Give him the ball and just let him go to work. And and yeah. you and your expectation is 
a positive outcome. Yes. Not just like you don't just give him the ball and go, well, who else are we going to give it to? You give it to him and you go, I feel like we're going to score when he when you or yes. something good is going to happen when he has the ball. There's no doubt about it. I, I'm with you on this. I think giving Penny credit here, even then the sense of letting uh, yeah. Rick Stansberry, whether whether it be X's and O's, yes. that that is growth as a coach to have the confidence to be like, I don't have to be doing everything. I don't have to show people that I'm on that doing I'm the everything. Guy. Yes, it's like managing a business. The smart Absolutely. ones are the ones who are like delegating. Absolutely, right? that like okay, Stansberry is good at this thing, so I'm going to let yeah. the guy who's good at this thing do that thing. I, yep. I John pointed out the inbounds plays uh, in the Clemson game, and he's exactly yeah. right. They're doing the five out play like you do in high school. I mean, it's it's little. They're also doing the weave like. You don't have to make it too complex nope. when you have studs. No, nope. they like it, him shortening the rotation like that and playing an eight-man rotation. I feel like the players responded appropriately yes. in this too, to where they they play with confidence and yep. we don't have to worry about being subbed out every two minutes. No, as long as we're out here playing hard. Yep, and I and you feel like they feel that too. Yes, I think if there were one thing, Quinterly has had an awesome year. Just tightening it a little bit up on the turnovers. He had three, but yep. outside of that, I mean, I feel confident with Javon Quinterly all the time handling the ball. I do too. I, I, I like his decision making. He had 32 minutes last night, nine points. Quinterly looked good. Um, I and, love that you're that a point guard at 32 minutes and nine points. Yeah, and only is, three turnovers in 32 minutes for all the work he's really doing good. is actually pretty good. So yep. I, I don't want to nitpick, but Quinterly looks good. Uh, Walton looks good. Jordan, and then they've got this role player in uh, the Sharon Font kid. I mean, Penny sort of figured out these roles. Even, you know, his son. I mean, spot minutes here and there. He's, he's not overplaying the kids. I mean, it's good. It's I really think, good. I think they've done, he, they're doing a great job. I, I, was, I was just so impressed at, I mean, this is three ranked teams in a row. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense that they're 23, but it feels like they could be 15. I know like Parrish they, has got them higher in his uh, 25 and 1 at CBSSports.com. It feels like they could they could be higher in that. Yeah. They, I Next week they probably will be. I mean, you probably kill um, you kill Vanderbilt on Saturday. That game's uh, I think that's a CBS game, by the way, on I Saturday. I don't blame people for being for for voters for being skeptical. As no, I think that and <laughs> I, I was one of those. I know I, Jason and John have, have, and especially John has been on a crusade to get him ranked. Yeah, I am a little more balanced in that. I just like consistent. You know, go show it. And if they're ranked, I mean, I, they've also pointed out that that. Seeding is the most important thing. So you could be at 25, sure. 24, 23, and you're a top five seed. I mean, this is true. But even if they're even if they're just ranked twenty three, just being in the rankings makes a difference. I think it helps butts in seeds when you for just, sure. Wh- if you just go to ESPN's website and right. you just pull up the scores, the default scores the they pull 25. up is a top twenty five. Yeah. If you're running the ticker on yeah. what's on the on while you're watching you at another NBA level. game and the yeah. ticker that's scrolling on the bottom of ESPN, yeah. they always just do the top twenty five. Yep. When you show when they show highlights in, in, for the programming of Sports Center, yep. they show highlights of the top twenty five teams, and so just the branding. To make Penny's job easier, of you know, which it, he's yeah. pretty amazing at getting built roster building, but it does feel like it makes it a lot easier when your squad because you have to sell now. It's the same yes. thing Calipari had to yes. sell of like, hey, it doesn't matter what kind of crappy conference we're in; you can still be on TV and do great things. What well, sure helps a lot when you're ranked and you're. And yeah. people always see Memphis. Here's your score and uh, Memphis yeah. highlights. Here's this. Well, and I think this is going to help 
probably butts in seats for the conference play because you come into the conference with high expectations, and the conference outside of you know FAU is not good. So it is not this should good. help put some butts in the seats, much like Calipari. Yes, you know, without having to give away they televisions, give, they give away them TV, them Best Buy TVs yeah. in the upper deck. So <laughs> some of the other storylines uh, out of the uh, top twenty-five showdown in the win for Memphis against Virginia. This is the first ranked versus ranked matchup at FedEx Forum since two thousand fourteen. For the Memphis Man. Tigers. It's been a while for us, yeah. JR. Yeah. And that, then that's we, Pastner? That is Pastner. And yeah. then you go back, if you really think about comparison, and this is where we are because we lived through, uh, oh, I don't know. Well, hello there. You know, <laughs> you go back to, people were texting me last night and they're like, this is like Calipari days. And I'm, I, I'm with you, but it's like. Maybe I'm still a little gun shy because it's been um, yeah, I'm a little gun shy on that. It's been a few years, y'all. So yeah, yeah. it's like, okay, this is one and I keep saying this on the show. Yeah, three ranked wins in a row. Just don't lose to Vanderbilt on Saturday or <laughs> don't have a clunker Tuesday exactly game against right. Tulane or cuz those and Jeff Goodman said this on the show yesterday. The final minutes pulling out the VC, VCU game in overtime more important than what you just did probably Absolutely. yesterday. Absolutely, you can. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Quad a quad one loss. Quad ones, yeah. Is is not nearly as big of a deal as. Or I guess it would be quad. quad. You're playing a quad. It, for you, it's a it's a bad loss. Yeah, yeah it's, a bad, it's a bad loss. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, Whatever quad, it is. We, well, lost to Virginia. You got it. It's not. You know, I guess it would be a quad one loss. It's you not nearly it. as big of a deal as losing to v, a bad VCU team. Exactly. So. Um, it is exciting to be ranked. It is exciting to be on the ticker. I think you pointed that out perfectly. It's like a marketing thing for us. It is bit. like a marketing yeah. thing. It just adds uh, validity yep. uh, to like to uh, to a proud program. Yes. I mean, honestly, and, and a historically great program. It just adds validity to that to where listen, I travel around the country, and people yeah. ask me all the time about you know John Morant and the Grizzlies or whatever. And when Penny first got the job, I had people hit me up all the time, but like. Who's your? What's up with your Tigers? Right. Penny Hardaway? What's going Whoa. on down there? And for a couple of years, it's been a little... It just, that, that conversation has gone mm-hmm. uh, down the way. And I don't mean that locally, yes. just around. And I mean, last night, I had people tweeting at me that I, that are, that yes. I know that live in Michigan or in Florida. They're like, your boy... I had a ton of Your national texts last getting night. The, yeah, getting the, the win. I'm like, well, that just... one being on ESPN two was a big night Absolutely. for Memphis because you were on plus the game before. When you're a ranked team, you get on ESPN two and, e- and main ESPN more often. I do think that Vanderbilt game is a CBS game because they didn't predict you know Memphis to or Vanderbilt to be that rough. Right. That's an afternoon game. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> They should take care of business there. Uh, Two other notes on Tigers. First, I want to mention the shooting because I may be wrong about something on the Tigers that this team can actually shoot. And that (laughs) I, uh, this goes back to PTSD on this team because we have not seen a team that consistently shoots the three. Last night they did shoot this, they were in the 30% range. They shot 23 of them. Um, I think maybe 20 is a good number for this team if you can hit like that. But they can win multiple ways. I don't think you need to still con- – now, they were going down last night. But I-, I think there are so many ways that this team in particular can win games. I agree. They, I feel like they started out – like the first three games they shot well, and you're like, of the year. We're and you're a shooting like, team now. And you're like, oh, my gosh, we finally That's have right. a team who can shoot. Yes. And then it kind of went – down the drain, yep. you're like, oh, no, never mind. Well, in a team that can defend like Virginia historically does, and they, they were defending last night. That first half, it was tight. For sure. Um, you know, we were hot early. We came out of the gate and hit three in a row. Yep. And it, it was sure rocking. helps when you hit shots. Tony Bennett calls a timeout 
and they go into the huddle, and then yep. they roar back. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, you know. I wonder what what is what they really are because what were they four for twenty six against Clemson? Sounds and right. And that and so that's real bad. Yeah. And they still find a way to win that game, which exactly. is pretty awesome. 27 threes when you're and it's 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 hard to see when they're not going in. Man, when they're not going in and you still find a way to win yeah. against a good basketball team, yeah. um pretty incredible. That they keep finding ways mm-hmm. uh, this is now two games in a row. Well, this goes back yeah. to your point of them being able to win different They different shot ways. 15% from 3, 15. 4 for 26 in that Clemson game. That see that's bad. However, bad. they still win the game by two. And, they have figured out, and this has been a, a mark of Penny Seams is their defense, is that that's two teams in a row who do not turn the ball over that they forced turnovers against. Yeah. And which and they did it against Clemson, and then they forced 18 turnovers last night against Virginia, and Virginia is better at not turning the ball over than Clemson is. That's right. And when you could, if you can force people to turn the ball over, even if you're missing shots, yep. If you when you create turnovers, you a lot of times create you fast get breaks. those opportunities back that you, you create that you're missing easy buckets. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I think I, I wonder what their real shooting is. Nine for twenty three is not like shooting the lights out of the gym mm-hmm. by any stretch, but it it it's better than four for twenty six. And I wonder, yeah, I would, if they can be not in the nine for twenty three range, I'll live with that. I just I I love how they started yesterday. I, I, I like the fact that they're hitting shots in a game like that. Yep. They didn't hit them in the Clemson game. I just might. I'm pointing out that I think my narrative in my own head from having watched this team and Penny's teams. They might be a decent shooting team. I think that's where I'm at. And I, I think, think they're it's... a better shooting team than he has had. Yes. I, that and that is a good thing. That's a good thing. I don't know if they're a great shooting team. No. Actually, matter of fact, let me take it back. I know they're not a great shooting team, but I think they are definitely better than yes. his previous teams. And that at least is it's a very nice little tool in the box. That's a nice tool yeah. in the box. Before it was Tyler yeah. Harris and nobody else shoot threes. That's right. <laughs> Now, and even his were like ten p- feet behind the three point line. They had to be because he was so little. Yeah, he had he to step get the back. ball off. <laughs> so, and, and and also, no disrespect to Alo, you now have a, a ball handler who may be a little better shooter. Not, at, at not maybe shot. definitely a at better set, shooter. That that's everything because if yes. you get a wide open three and it's a set shot and you're a you know six foot guard, absolutely, that's a nice thing. I, I just I really do like Quinterly's game. I, I do too. I, it's, it, it's it's nice to watch him. And I like it's, this. It's team. a fun team. It is a fun. team I like to watch. this team and how much fun, how much fun, I like this team already as it is. Yeah, and how much fun is is it? Uh, potentially adding Naquan Tomlin. Let's go that there. They're going to be even note. more fun. Naquan Tomlin last season for Kansas State played 36 games for the Big 12 Kansas State Wildcats. They're the Wildcats, right? Yep, they're the Wildcats. He started on that team. It was an Elite Eight team. You might recall they lost to FAU. Uh, 27 minutes per game, 10.4 points per game, 5.9. We're adding him in the middle of the season in to the this roster. Season. I mean, it's incredible. That is a beautiful addition, and I think... That's where you go shoot the lock off now because you're taking this team that's already number 23 that yep. just knocked off and had three ranked opponents you win. Yep. Adding Naquan Tomlin, we we tend to get a little excited here on the station. I'm very excited about this team, and it, it does seem to be a, a team where you think third week, you know, 16. That would be nice. You know, we, we tweeted out that banner in the hall. I yep. mean, I, I don't know if they're a Final Four team, but it, it's it's got vibes, man. You know, I, at this point, I'm just, I, if you can just get me, I, I, I'm, my standards have been dropped. <laughs> so, <laughs> how, how dare if you? If we can just get to yeah. a Sweet well, 16, <laughs> yeah. to a Sweet 16, I'll be excited. It's crazy, though, that you can take what was supposed to theoretically be the best player on your roster in Jordan Brown. Yeah. And he, he's still sick, apparently. 
We don't. He, it's funny how these wins have. We've is, lost the Jordan Brown story suddenly, he is haven't really we? Really ill, Jordan this Brown. This guy is sicker than a dog. And that you know, and and then you and can just add thing, in. They've, over, they've overcome. They've it. overcome it. <laughs> that they can. They're playing great yeah. without what was potentially their best player. Yeah. Playing great without him, and then they're going to add a guy to take his spot who is just hopefully going to fit in even better and be more suited for the way they yes. play the game. It's it's really remarkable he's adding Naquan Tomlin to this team. How tall is he? 6'10"? I think that's right. Man, I'd be, wouldn't it be he's cool a center. to just he's be able a to five. <laughs> and he's a five. And he's a better five. No disrespect, sick Jordan Brown. I pray you're okay. Yeah. I had people texting me, what if he has cancer or leukemia? I'm like, I think Penny wouldn't be doing they, the wink in they, the eye they thing would not, if, if, if that he was were the case, really y'all. sick. They would not be. Yeah. You would not have this sort of thing. They would not so, be speaking of this in no. this manner if he was... If he had something super, I mean, serious we happening. might call HR on you, but like, no, we're not. We're they, not. they would uh, absolutely not. That, I think we're going to be not okay. a thing. I, I so, two big things last night. One has the potential to be a good future rest of the season thing. Hundred percent. The other one is just it's exciting to see, and and I'm looking forward to at least to the next game. I'm looking forward to it too. I mean, I hope with Ja, with Ja, I hope that even even if the Grizzlies play 500 basketball for the rest of the year, yeah. Which I think I've heard Calkins talk about. Just I think that's a, that, I like that. that they they may not they won't may not end up with a 500 record. Right. Just from for the rest of the, the rest season, of the year, 500 record, 500, yeah, 500 record for yes. the rest of the season. If they play that, that means theoretically they're going to be in a lot of fun basketball games. Yeah, and the Grizzlies for 25 games have not been fun <laughs> to watch. Fair. They've not even not been fun to watch. They've been almost unwatchable, yeah. and like I, to the point that I've almost not. It's been hard for me to care. And yeah, that, if if they can suddenly. Be in fun basketball games for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Even if they're, they, even if they don't make the playoffs, they don't make the playing game. They just have fun basketball games for the rest of the year. Plus, you have a good Tiger squad at the same time yeah. who are also fun to watch. <sighs> Man, that is like what I'm going to be wasting so much time in front of the TV. <laughs> much... And I'm looking forward to it because it has been a little rough. Um, but I'm looking forward to Thursday night. It's the homecoming for John Morant. He'll be on the court. Yep. And we will have the home re-debut. It's going to be 150 to 147 Griswold. Oh, a lot of points it. with uh, <laughs> the Indiana Pacers. We'll have the game pregame tomorrow at 6.30 on 92.9. Uh, coming up later in the show, we've got Parth Upadier from the Daily Memphian. He is the Tigers beat writer. Yep. He will join us in studio. Greg Anthony from TNT is scheduled to join us at 12.35. And then Gabe Kuhn at 125. If you'd like to call in, we're going to take a break here. Your calls, you want to um, kind of give us, are we missing something on these teams? Are we off on something? Is there, I mean, we was kind of, we, we were pretty good. We were pretty positive in that segment, I think. I feel like I was pretty positive on that. People get mad at me sometimes for being too real. I feel like I was You're right on the money. Real. Yeah, you have to. You're a father. You have to sometimes <laughs> call it like you see it, you know? Uh, if you'd like to call in 901-445-0929, 901-445-0929, you can call us now. Tigers or Grizzlies. We'll hear it and we'll talk it over next. It's the Jason and John Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzly station. John Morant. Three seconds. Morant in the lane. Spins. Hangs. Floats. It's good! Zero's on the clock. Morant wins the game in his return. 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. Grizzlies Hoops on the City Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN.
I'm Chelsea Messenger helping you beat the Bucks with BetQL. The 76ers are third in the Eastern Conference at 18 and 8 and a stellar 10 and 4 at home against the spread. The T-Wolves are tops in the West at 20 and 5, but just 6 and 7 against the number on the road. The BetQL five-star play likes the home team in this one, taking the Sixers and laying the small number against the T-Wolves. I'm Chelsea Messenger. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, 11.55, Jason and John show. It's uh, J.R. Moore and Brad Carson guest hosting today. I do want to um, say something about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl real quick because I got a text from Jarvis Greer. And um, Jarvis is the number one fan of Memphis. Yes, he Jarvis is. Jarvis is the number one ambassador for the city of Memphis. He is a legend. He is a Hall of Famer at this point. And uh, he is much a part of our community all over the place. And he points out we need to be positive because we got butts that we need in seats for this AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And for that, I would say that's true. Um, and so I will say if you need tickets, you can go to the Liberty Bowl website. It's libertybowl.org. Yep. We will carry the game yep. on 92.9. On, uh, that's Friday the 29th. So it's God, a week from Friday. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. It will be Iowa State. It will be Memphis. And he points out Iowa State is selling many tickets. So, um, you know, we need to get some Memphis Tigers fans sure. in there. So, Jarvis, there you go. I want people to go Shout to the game. Shout out, Jarvis. If, if you are uh, able to go, go support your Memphis Tigers. Nine and three, Memphis Tigers. Two things. Number yes. one, I feel like for this game we were pretty positive. I that so. I was saying I, I hope that Ryan wins it and sticks it in everybody's face and yes. says he can't beat a good team. Yes. And, the, and Tiger fans should go out and support uh, and have a good showing because Iowa State does travel well yes. for these bowl games. Uh, yes. and they're so beer drinking Midwesterners. They really are. It's, it, it's actually I, I love them coming here because they yes. they flood the city <laughs> and have a, and spend their money. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> see, I thought we were pretty positive too. I I do think. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that people listen. I, we need them to listen so I can stay employed because um, God knows that's how we stay on yeah. the air. Um, 
but it's a radio show. So, how many how many dudes you think how many old men you think still like listen to the re- the game on the radio while at the stadium? More than you would think. Really? I mean, because I get those calls because I do all the uh, you know I do the engineering for it now. Right. So, um, and and sometimes it's we're not flawless because it's computerized. But yeah, I mean, a lot of them still do the a lot. And the interesting thing is because of the delay, because you have a delay yes. for curse words and stuff. Yep. You have to manage that, and you have to set the delay, and so they have to put it on the timeline. So right. You know, or they, or especially if they're watching on television, you know, they're trying to sync it up. I just can't wait till I become old enough to where I can go to the stadium and listen to the game on the radio at the same time. I used time. to do that. Did I mean, you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, and, I, and I was a kid, I, but, uh, you know, that was before the internet. So True. God knows. Uh, real quick here, we'll get a couple calls on. If you want to call in 901 445 I've got Parth here. I've I got him inside in the uh, in the guest booth. So. In the guest booth. So he's he's comfortable. He's not in the cold waiting on us. So we can take a few callers here, and we'll start with Tony downtown. We're talking Grizzlies or Tigers or both. Tony, how's it going downtown? Oh, everything's good. Let me say this about Jarvis. Jarvis is the real deal because he also played football for the Tigers, and he's always been number one when he was on TV, and he's the number one fan. Yep. So some of yep. us are old enough to remember those things, and Jarvis is a super nice person. The other thing is yep. I want to thank John Moran and John Martin for helping me win $200 last night. Take that. Hey, parlay. all right. So, so was it the bet? What was the bet? What was the bet again, Tony? Can you? What was it all? Was it an over? Jar hitting 30 points, the, the money line on the, on the Grizzlies, uh, three threes by Desmond Bain and Ja having seven or more assists. Woo. All oh. of them. Yeah. That's a nice bet. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to John Martin for setting that up yesterday. He and Trista talked about that on the show. That was a good good call there by those guys. Right. So See, it pays to listen. Yes. Yeah. So also, let me say the Tigers. I think a lot of fans like me that get offended is the people out here that question Dennis Hardaway's coaching ability. They've always been a very good defensive team. He's always come out with some good schemes out of timeouts. Uh, they've always gotten better three points. Go back and look at it. I think they were the second best the last two years on shooting three pointers when everybody knew they didn't have much talent. But they were always good. And the reason, only reason the teams don't make so many threes, the conditioning and the leg one. That's why. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.